questions. History. Religion. Grace. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Join us as we talk about our favorite TV shows and movies and point out grace. With some interesting twists and a little humor. You're listening to Who's Saying Grace. Welcome back. Um, I, yesterday, decided that I wanted to bring some things back. And since we're watching these historical fiction shows, um, like bowing and curtsying, and um, one of the things was announcing people as they come in. And they often say, like, lady da-da-da. So, Lady Sarah of Columbia had, went to a conference. And so we need to backtrack just a smidge about uh, episode three that we did last time uh, because we need to add a smidge kind of from what she learned, but also just stuff that's already there, but it kind of brought it back up and she was thinking about that. So um, maybe Sarah of Columbia. And you, if you want to do I your also, name, you, you obviously put your street name or a street that you lived on at some point. My Columbianton. <laughs> Columbianton. And we have also in our, Grand presence, mm -hmm. Lady Rachel of Emeraldshire. Please stand, everyone. As yes, we also begin. standing, we walk in the room. All right. Okay, Sarah, for real. Lady Sarah. Uh, I think Lady we were Rachel. talking about Alec and um, Hilt. And you had named the episode, like, we're not just... Conquerors were worried. Now I'm forgetting what the name of the episode was. Okay, so we just wanted to go back a little bit to the last episode that we put out and add just a few things as we were just studying different things. And I always watch the episode again before the current episode, <laughs> before I start to make notes when we get ready to talk about certain episodes. So... I had gone back and rewatched episode three, had learned some new things, and things just really jumped out to me a little bit more. And I thought, darn, I really wanted to talk about that. So before we get into episode four of the Netflix series, the Last, Last Kingdom. Kingdom, that's what we're talking about. And we're going to be um, talking about grace and how grace applies to our own lives, even as we look at these different shows. Um, so anyway, going back to episode three, I really wanted to talk about these moments um, between Halig and Uhtred, and then also between Hilt and Uhtred. And you have this scene with Halig and Uhtred where Halig... I think it's Alig, just so you know. It starts with an A. Oh, it's H-A-L-I-G, but you, H is probably silent, right? Is it H? I thought it was A. Okay. Alig. Yeah. I'm sure it's silent. Somebody well, then maybe it is on that. Okay. Yeah, we'll take any. So Alec is in the boat and he's freaking out because he is not, um, he, he's, he's seasick and he needs to get to land and he's tired of being on this boat. He's probably not slept in days. A little delirious. Yeah. And he's starting to freak out and they, Uhtred knows if he starts to yell and scream, they're going to kill him. And so he, Uhtred has got to get Alec's attention and get him calmed down. And it's this beautiful scene where he, he just has to remind him who he is. Right. And he does. He gets in his face and he's like, 
this fearful, delirious person that you're portraying right now, this is not you. You are not this person. You are a warrior. And then he starts to tell him about what he did for him as a warrior. Um, and that is who he truly is. And this is the moment that is just, oh, he's being overcome by, you know, the, the circumstances that he's in. And then that mm -hmm. just really made me think about our own lives and how when we, even with social media, we'll use that. When we put these fake, I won't, even, I won't say like fake pictures, but you know, we always put up our best well, we, moments yeah. on social media. We want it to look cool. We want to be. Well, it's also like, you don't want to be Debbie Downer all the time on your Instagram of like, well, I guess maybe some people are, but in general. And not Debbie Downer, but just stuff. being normal, just like our normal messiness. <laughs> but anyway, and I don't, I, I don't know about you, but. Yeah, we know you're never messy, Rachel. <laughs> you're always organized. Everything is always perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but when we put, sometimes we put up these false or fake identities, personalities, that's not who we really are. And then it takes a lot of time and effort just continuing to be this person that you're not. And we really need someone just to kind of get in our face and be like, that is not you. This is not who you are. You're more than this. And yeah. as we were reading through some verses in Romans, Romans 8 in the Bible, it's going through, you know, is it who, 37, 8. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about verse 37, but oh, even okay. before I that, only knew the one. in chapter 8, oh. it is basically this is your identity in Christ. This is who okay. you are and this is who you are not. And so it's kind of like therapy. When we go to therapy, we have, and I think I talked about this in the last episode, when you get in, get to a point where you are trying, you have been, you're overcome by your circumstances and you are right. someone that you really aren't, you need to be grounded. You need to know who you truly are. And I love these verses in Romans that talk about who can possibly separate us from the love of Christ. And the who there is kind of rhetorical, but it's saying you in all of your messiness is the who. You mm -hmm. in all of these different personalities, disguises that we try to portray ourselves in, these things cannot separate you from the love of Christ. It will never do that because you are loved. That is who you are. It cannot be taken away from you. But we don't know that. It's like saying you're a warrior. You are loved. And then it goes on in the chapter or, you know, in the next few verses. And it just talks about in all those things, you are more than loved. And can you really even fathom that? Like if, if Uhtred would have said to Alec, you're even more than a warrior. How does mm -hmm. he even comprehend that? Because all he's ever known is being, being a, warrior. a warrior. But he's, but if he would have said, you are even more than that. You're more, it's not just this superficial warrior. You're more than that. And so I just thought that was a really neat example of how we need to view our own lives when we get caught up in our own circumstances or 
we just get tired of trying to portray this identity on social media that maybe we are or we're not. We don't have to do that because we're more than that. And you then also again, saw it Hild. with Hild. Yeah, Hild. My then, favorite scene again. 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 Hild, and of course I had to go back and watch it again. But Hild had to do that for Uhtred when he was so overcome with being a slave and that had really become his identity. It was really hard for him to... I think he took what that. this being what the slave being what a slave not even feeling like he's a slave but just feeling less than and feeling like what am I now I'm no longer he's who no I longer was because Uthred. because I've been stripped of that and I'm measly and and he, and he was weak and me? he had to ask for help like yeah. he the Uhtred of Bevenberg greatest warrior conqueror he had to yeah. Ragnar and Hild and all those men had to help him. And that that's, ego. That's very um, humbling to have, yeah. to have that and to allow yourself to be humble enough to receive that help. And he did I it. Think that, I and think that even when for you a say woman. The ego, yeah. I think the ego part, though, when I say ego, just reiterating what you said, means not, I don't know, when we're young or whenever, I don't know if you ever had a switch from what ego meant, but the long time people are like, oh, he's so ego egotistical. He's so into himself. We get that as the definition of ego. But really to me, ego is that voice in you that says things that's not true. Mm -hmm. And so our ego it feeds you a lie. Mm -hmm. And it can come with anxiety. It can come with all those. And so I think not saying Uhtred's ego of, oh, I was so awesome, but his ego telling him, even if his ego just said, you're, you're a warrior, mm -hmm. you know, and now you're when, nothing. which we're saying you're more than a warrior. And that's what Hild was coming right again to say. Like, even though you're, you've identified yourself as a warrior throughout mm -hmm. your entire life now, you're more than that. Right. Right. Cause you're that's not right. just this physical thing. You're more than that. You are loved. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we okay. just wanted to add that to three. There's other stuff, but we're going to pull it into other episodes. Now, <laughs> like moving on keep going to back. episode four. Four. Yeah. I saw a lot of, um, this is the Do you want to give uh, our definition episode? of grace? I think every Neither. episode we probably need to remind people of our definition of grace. I can see that. Yeah. It's the, um, it's our, we're able to choose our own destiny, basically. Yep. And God given I, ability yeah. to choose. Um, and I think what I like is each episode, it all really this whole time. I just love everything goes back to that definition and circles around our identity and who we are. And, um, and again, in this episode, I, this is the one where they're kind of, they're going to find Guthrid and they're going to revenge you know, Ragnar's death, they're trying to get his sister back. There's all these things on this trip. And they're also there for Alfred because Alfred yeah, who has sent them. the North conquered for the Christians. Christians, yeah. So I saw a lot of forgiveness in this, revenge, um, sacrifice. There's wisdom. You all. Harry, this is not for... 
a lot of people might think it's for one Harry. It's for Harry McIntyre because he came through on this episode a couple times with some wisdom laying down the critical thinking logic. That was pretty awesome. So, Harry, I'm wearing this for you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ethelwald. Harry McIntyre. Ethelwald. Yep, Ethelwald. So, I don't know. I like the opening scene when, you know, Uhtred wants to get married because he's running. Well, okay, they obviously have to get married because if he's running off, he's, like, so scared somebody's going to steal her again. But I liked how... Um, and I don't know, this kind of reminded me of community and not just being on your own in life. And uh, I don't know if we've ever really talked about that with Grace, but um, he's doing the rep around the strings, the rope, the cords, oh, to connect them, the to get them married. Yep, during the marriage. And he's like, when you're one, you can be overpowered. Two, um, can defend. But three, is not easily broken. And I think that that within grace, you know, community is so important. And I, I love that we have that with you and I, and with just our friendships and the people that we're around. And I think when that's that part of like, people want blessings and people want things to be good and they want to pray for things, but really it's us doing that for each other. Mm -hmm. And so the more people are helping, you know, because we want to just say a prayer, but there really needs to be action. So I think that action is part of that. So anyway, I just thought that was or a just cool community. Opening. And that's why a lot of times why, you know, you don't have to go to a church building in order to worship and study. But yeah. there is a real um I don't know that just the community that you have when you go to a church building with a group of people that are like-minded and you can share information with, and mm -hmm. you can, you know, just talk to each other about how your day is and how your week was going, how your, um, you know, things that you're learning, things that your struggles that you're going through, stuff like that. It helps to have, a physical person there to talk to. And so there's, there's huge, there is a lot to, um, actually going to a gathering of people. Are you doing this so that I come up to that Grace Church? I, I hear you. I hear you. I think in this, if to, for the show too, if you watch how much community really keeps happening, I mean, they all need each other for mm -hmm. their goals and things that they're doing. And so we've got this, you know, Alfred's going, all right, you guys are going north. They got to go find Guthrid. They want to secure some stuff up there. Sending Uhtred, who is now pledged again, right? And But they kind of doesn't trust him because he's sending, I don't know who ails with. It's like, you're sending the pagans to do this job. She's so mad. And you're like, yeah, but don't worry because if he strays, he's been ordered, you know, uh, yeah, Steppa. Step Steppa is going to kill him. But Uhtred already knew that, so. Yeah. Um, but you know, there they are, his brother, they're, they're in community together and you've got Brita already waiting and they go to get the men, but I liked how they used logic and they were like, this isn't, they shouldn't have to go. Um, so anyway, they're walking, you know, they're doing things. Um, oh, Ethel, uh, Ethelwald on the horse. That made me laugh. Oh, he was yeah. uncomfortable for how long he was like, and he said, I need a woman to rub and bathe me. I'm sore everywhere. <laughs> Typical. 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 Um, and his royal arse 
yeah, I've never been but on I a think, horse that long. I think so. keeping that theme of revenge, I don't know if you want to touch a little bit on revenge because, you know, Bayoka, I think it was it Bayoka that said, revenge won't give you peace to Uhtred. And then Uhtred, you know, and then they're talking about, he, Uhtred says to him, yeah, I can kill for Alfred. That's okay. But when I have to go do something for myself, you know, so that's. Yeah, but I would never say that, you know, revenge, I don't think revenge is ever going to, it may make you feel good in the moment, um, you know, like, <laughs> especially like when you slam a door or, you know, yeah. do something like that. It it does make you feel good in the moment, but it never lasts. Like, it's not, it it's not really helpful. And you usually end up feeling worse afterwards, kind of. So, Well, I mean, you see that scene at the end with Uhtred and Ragnar after... He's, he's like, it's never going to be enough yeah. because that's not what's going to bring peace from that. Right. Revenge so, doesn't bring peace. Mm -mm. But so what do you, and then you just get into forgiveness, I guess. Um, yep. with forgiveness, I think you can forgive someone, but it doesn't mean you have to trust them. It doesn't mean that you have to be around them. So, you know, Uhtred and Ragnar can forgive Kiartan and it will free them of that um, need for revenge and that anger that's just going to drive them to bitterness and unhappiness and depression. Or you can kind of forgive someone and walk away kind of like what Uhtred did with Guthrid. I mean, Uhtred was just irate or just... I mean, so angry with Guthrid, he couldn't even see straight. And so, but Guthrid did ask for forgiveness. And mm -hmm. Uhtred, I think he kind of forgave him, but... Yeah, I mean, I he says, I know I betrayed him, you. Which is rightly so. I mean, Guthrid did have a very... Mm-hmm. He betrayed him. And he had a heartfelt ask, you know, for forgiveness, a heartfelt repent repentance and but I, it doesn't I, mean you still have to trust him right so i think that's a pretty big topic within the churches of so you know the revenge the opposite as is forgiveness and you hear of these times where these people you know somebody's like killed their child and you hear these stories of well i've forgiven them and i'm imagining mm -hmm. you know that's that's a really mature place to be it to is be able it to would forgive be really somebody hard to be able to do that, but it doesn't mean you forget. You're not going to carry no, and but you you're not going to carry that. You never forget what happened, um, but you don't have to continually be angry and need revenge. So I think I there's do, a. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Sorry. Just I feel Ragnar's the whole scene where Ragnar kills Kiartan and he gets that revenge. And it's kind of done for him, so he can kind of have peace, but he doesn't really have peace because it's he said not it'll never enough. be enough. And he makes that comment, you know, I have lived my life seeking revenge and to kill Kiartan. Now what? Now, yeah. now, what is my purpose? Now, now what, what am I here for? So because had he had purpose another isn't... purpose, yeah, had he had something that wasn't his whole purpose to kill. Kiartan and get that revenge if he had a different purpose but then he came to a point where he could make things right um 
not that kind of like what Uhtred did with Guthred, where he didn't kill him. He just kind of let him know, you hurt me, and I would like to hurt you, but I'm not going to. Right. Something more along there. those lines where you state your peace, but you don't take that. In therapy, we call that boundaries. We call that boundaries. Put up the boundaries. And I just, I, so much of my when therapy. When someone's and, hurt you. Like you put up that yeah. boundary when someone's hurt you. Or so even if you can. Or even if you assess a situation because you've learned and now you're stepping into something, you're going, this, this situation's going to need a boundary. Even before any, like you can almost even see it because you've experienced so much of that, that you can put that boundary up even beforehand because you're like, ah, I recognize this behavior or whatever's coming at you. And I think a lot of my grace doctrine, I hear, because we all hear it through our own lens and through our own life experience, and I hear a lot of it through therapy because that's so important to me and growth in that way. I, I, I relate the two together. And so the boundaries with that, the forgiveness part where you're, you know, and I think you just hit on the purpose when you, when you have, oh, I know I was going to say something about forgiveness. Um, come back to me. But when you have, um, I think it's when you forgive, there's a peace that comes, but until you practice that, and, and have tried that before to feel what that feels like because our brain likes familiarity. Mm-hmm. It likes, even if it's bad, it likes mm-hmm. that familiarity because it's used to it and it's programmed. So trying a forgiveness and putting up that boundary can feel weird, but if you get on the other side and you see, oh my gosh, I'm not storing that in my body. I'm not feeling that part of a, a trauma or something. And I think there's a lot to do with trauma in that. We can go further into that if we wanted to. But um, I think with having a, a purpose, I think that's one of the main things of grace is, you know, we say that, what's your purpose? What are you, what's your, and I think when you have that sort of base of an overall, I'm not just, it felt like that's a goal. You have goals within your purpose. Right. But your ending, you know, my ending is to live with Christ forever, to live with God. Right. Right. So that's my base. And so everything can kind of center around that. So the other stuff isn't as big a deal. Right. It is. It's hurtful. It's um, physical pain. It's yeah. um, stuff that we deal with when we're here on this earth. But we have to just continually remind ourselves that the end goal mm-hmm. is to be in heaven with Christ. And the goal while we're on earth is to share that with people that they can have peace, they can have a hope of a future with Christ. And yeah. then we can help people physically while we're here. If somebody needs a meal and they're going to have surgery or if somebody needs to a ride to get to work or somebody needs something and we are able to offer that. Just to needs them, a hug or just needs somebody to listen. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point now, and we're learning. We're taking all of it in, and what's how to comfort each other while we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, did we say anything about? Um, I know I said Ethelwald had a lot of um, logic and and wisdom in this one. I liked that scene. I think you actually know the full line, but it's where um, there's a bunch of them sitting around the table, and and they're trying to figure out what wh- what they're doing and what Alfred's thing, and and, and well, Uhtred, like, dude. Well, Uhtred, oh, Uhtred is all about wanting Bevenber for himself 
and Northumbria as a king himself in Northumbria. Oh, it's who gets the land. Right. Who's yes. going to get Ragnar's? They want Ragnar to have that have. one part. And he's like, dude, you are Alfred's bee. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to so, get him what he wants. Ethelwold is seeing it like it is that he's like, I'm seeing it like these guys all have their own agendas, but ultimately Alfred's agenda is going to come to fruition because Alfred has the most control. Right. Yes. Like right now. Yes. And uses ever uses God as much as possible. Right. To, to do that. Oh, that's even when Bayoka says, um, where does he say? I put it in my notes. Oh, somebody said, like, when they're going off all this, the odds be with you. because God, God be with us. Right. God. That's right before they're getting ready to go in and um, take over. Like slaughter um, and everything. Dun, uh, Dunholm, if that's Kjartan's Dunholm. fortress. Yeah. Right before they're getting ready to go into there. And they don't, you know, they're a very small warrior group. They're a very small army. And they're going to take over yeah. this huge Kjartan army. And yeah. The one Dane says, may the gods be with you. And then Bayoka gets in there and he's like, God. oh no, one God. Oh, one I thought God. he said, may the, the odds God. be with you. <laughs> that makes so much more sense than he was saying gods. <laughs> I was Rachel, like, did they have that phrase back you're then? You're so pretty. <laughs> no, so, but it could be that same saying? way. Odds same thing. Odds, gods, gods. Karma, gods. You know, maybe that's, that's how we same. got the odds. Maybe somebody forgot the G one time and just said, said they didn't oh, believe in any gods. Odds are, odds are you're odds gonna are. lose. Um, okay, I love all this yes. too that we're talking about because we keep going back to what's your purpose? Why do you do what you do? That's what do you the believe? question we want. Yeah, what do you, what do you believe? Want you what do you trust? Who's yourself? your authority? Those are all yeah. the key things that you need to have sorted out in your life. Um, right. So it just makes it way, easier. When you we invite to you these, to do that. Yes, we invite you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? We may, right now, we are fully persuaded that you need these right. things in order yes. to have a peaceful, hopeful, happy right. life. Is if you And have, to be able to deal with the stuff that comes at comes you. At you, all those struggles, all those things. But I like it when you break it down in the show. Every single one of these characters has their own version of that, their own purpose, their yes. own authority, their own. And that is what, that's how the world works. We all are in tandem of our own, you know, like I still think so many people believe that God is just in control of all this stuff, moving everything around like a little game or like making people do what he wants them to do. And, you know, so when people often I'll start conversations with, I go, I don't think God's doing anything right now. Does he have the power? Mm -hmm. And can he, and is the world, I mean, he is science. He is mother nature. He is, he, and maybe God a better is. way. I've been thinking about that over the last few weeks. And we had a lot of discussion about that, um, this weekend, but maybe a better way to say that we don't think God is doing anything right now is maybe we should yeah. say that God is working indirectly right now. Okay. I like that. Because so he's we, not if we have the freedom the to choose, right, but if we have the freedom to choose, then all of our choices are going to affect each other, which is what makes the world spin madly on. And, and if that's you can, why, and exactly what you said, that's why all of our choices affect each other. So when you, are, you pray and you ask 
God to provide something for you or for someone else. And that's what you're focusing on when you see an opportunity to do something for that person that you've been praying for, you're going to go do it. Or, you know, maybe if you're praying, other people are going to do it because they're praying too. Or if you're praying with a group of people, they're hearing what you're praying and they're thinking, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I, and when they see an opportunity that maybe has been prayed about, they may go do that. So indirectly God is doing that. Or if there's a Bible verse that you're, you know, focusing on just like therapy, you know, you'd have something that you'd be focusing on. You're kind of meditating on, you're praying on, Mm -hmm. you are, that is going to create a pathway in your brain that you're going to go to first. Instead of you said our brains like those, they like familiarity. They like those created pathways. So we need to create positive pathways in our brain things that work. And there are lots of positive verses in your Bible that can apply directly to your life that work. And if you make those positive neural pathways, your brain's automatically going to go there. And all this does not mean that God is not all powerful and almighty and amazing and wonderful. And just because we have free will and can make these choices does not mean I like that indirectly because it doesn't, it's not negating anything. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people could get hung up on. Like, oh, well then I'm crediting. No, it's just the way it is. It's just the way we move. And I think when you can get to a place like that of knowing I, I can't pray this cancer away for this person. I can't, it, I, I mean, why do you want to have that in your head of like, well, it might work, might not, of just instead going, it's, it, it is. is. I get it. Is. It's hard because it's it, it's human, you know, and I've had some things happen in life this week and it scared me. And, you know, of course I wanted to immediately go fix it, fix it. Don't let this be. But then I had to come back to center and go, this is not the final place. This is not take what I need to get from here. I don't know. Well, so I wonder. You have that, t- so when you have that mentality, Rachel, and you know, you're not focusing on just the fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. And you know yeah. that you do have a final destination that is going to be even greater. And your family has maybe a final destination that's even greater. You can set that uh, your panic aside. You don't have to dwell on it because that's not the only answer and that's not your direct purpose. It's not easy. So although you panic, that is not your main focus. So it's easier to kind of set it aside. It's still going to be there because you're still going to worry about family and about things that circumstances that happen that are struck no controlled or um, bad. You're still going to have that, but you can sort of set it aside. It doesn't become your main focus. So mm-hmm. if you have a greater purpose as your main focus and you keep that as your main focus, then all the little things that distract us or bring us down or our struggles, our grief, it's just side pieces and it's going to be a part of us, but it's easier to deal with when it's just those little side pieces. And I think that's kind of how like Uhtred and Guthrid in that whole relationship there, Uhtred didn't kill Guthrid right at that moment when he probably Mm -hmm. wanted to. It's because that wasn't his main focus. His main focus is Bevan Burr. Mm -hmm. And so that was still there as his main focus. 
And Guthrid is this little side thorn in his side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he doesn't, he can still have a main purpose with a thorn in his side. He can still let Guthrid right. live and do his thing. And hopefully Guthrid will change his mind and become an ally rather than an enemy. And I don't want grace and things like that to seem like when you come upon these hardships or challenges or worries or panics that it's like cold, like Mm -hmm. there's this cold response to it. It's not that I'm still, I'm going to do everything in my power physically that I can moving, helping, whatever that looks like, researching, whatever, I'm going to take action steps. But I'm, I think I will do better with that because I have a bigger purpose and I can... And you're grounded. Yeah. And then my wisdom and critical thinking and logic might play out better because, you know, I'm a problem solver and then I bring it all in personality, whatever. Mm-hmm. All that. It just but, gives you more room to focus on maybe some the answers or some yeah. um, actions to do instead of just getting so wrapped up in the panic. One other thing I think you brought up that I liked was about Bayoka and Tira's conversation. Do you want to touch oh. on that? Because you, you said some yeah, good stuff that's, about... Yeah, this is such she a wanted, She got her revenge by the dog, you know, killing um, Sven. And, and then you she know, knows Kjartan was so. killed. But, I mean, when someone... But she had anger. Yes, and when someone hurts you, you want to hurt them back. It's justice, if you will. Mm-hmm. But... Again, I mean, I still think you can forgive and not revenge. And I think that she, yeah. um, I don't, I don't blame her for, you know, or Ragnar for the revenge that they did get, but it just doesn't last. It's not something mm-hmm. that's going to give you peace. And I love the way Bayoka kind of shut her anger down a little bit, but he did it. He followed it up with. I'm a friend and I'm here for you and I will stay as long as you need me to. And she asked him to stay then. And so maybe we can learn from that. Maybe we can learn that when someone is hurting, we don't have to have the answers. He didn't have an answer for her. He just said, I'm a friend and I will stay as long as you need. What about, um, I think you said too, like she, he didn't really let her get, did he stop her from getting angry or like calmed her down? Or she what was did, angry at Uhtred and Ragnar because of them yeah, not, that they left her and she had they to deal with that know. anger. Yeah. Um, and, but she was like, you should have known, like you should have, you should have come for me. And there was a point when they could have come for her earlier and they couldn't, they had to, I forget mm-hmm. what happened. They had to go back to Wessex or they had to do something else. And they, they said, said she had to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was kind of answering that too, is that they didn't, um, they didn't directly go to her aid and she was really angry with them. But yeah. Bayoka was kind of like, no, you're not going to kill them or you're not going to do that because they are here now and mm-hmm. they, they are trying to help you. And for a while they didn't even know she was, they thought she was dead. Yeah took a long time for them um yeah that's pretty much what I got out of this episode was you know a lot of forgiveness Mm -hmm. revenge isn't really gonna get you what you want there was some wisdom and sacrifice and 
So, who is saying grace? Who is... Uh. And when, I guess, more to our who's saying grace is someone who is very humble and listening and following their purpose Mm -hmm. in a way more than just, you know, we say the definition of grace is the ability to choose your own destiny, but it's choosing your destiny in a way that is humble and loving. I'm giving it to Utra this time. I think he did a grand job this time. For not killing Guthrid? He kept his kept it down. That and then just going, I have to he even said, I have to go back, otherwise I'm gonna get killed. He's thinking ahead. He knows what Alfred is doing. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I don't go back, they probably ask Stepha to kill me. You know, so I miss my wife. To grow up I wanna go home. Keep his cool. Yeah, a little smidgy, a little smidgy of maturity coming in there. Actually pretty big. And keeping his cool when Guthrid I mean he gave him a little slap, but you know, it's a little mm-hmm light compared to what he could have done to him. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know if this is saying grace. I I do, I go back to Bayoka and Tira. Um, Bayoka, in Mm -hmm. a way, is um, accepting of her and trying Mm -hmm. to help her. And I, I did forget to say that I love the way he says to her, you know, you are so strong. You wow. he are met her where she amazing was. and strong. And so I guess that to me is a way to listen and be humble and, you know, still choose your own destiny. And we'll see how Bayoka makes choices to make Tierra his wife. Ooh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I like, I think I like both of them because I also like Uhtred was even listening when Ethelwald was t- telling him he didn't like it, but he was mm-hmm. hearing. But he was listening. So, right on. Okay, well. All right. So we'll see we you just want to thank time. everyone for all your questions, all of the feedback. Please continue to reach out to us. Um, we We're are gonna have on- some people on soon. Yes, we're getting ready to have some discussions with some third parties, ask about the um, just everybody's religious trauma and talk about the way you view God, the way you view religion, practices, how you were raised, some of that stuff. It'll be very interesting. And if you want to get in touch with us, we are on Instagram at who.is.saying.grace. So please um, DM us on Instagram, and we also have Gmail, which is, is it just who is saying grace? At I, I'm not going to lie. can't remember right now. It's on our Instagram. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get that. We're so good at the other side of this. <laughs> we need people. We need help. Right. So if you're not on Instagram, but please, if you are listening to our podcast, like it, share it. Yeah. Anybody that you think would be interested, follow us on Instagram. All the and things. Follow us on, download the podcast, follow us on yeah. the podcast. Something. All right. Till next Thank time. Thank you, baby. Thanks. We're out.